Hey, welcome to another episode of Behind the Bar podcast brought to you by the coaches and clients of Arte Fitness Durham, Sunderland, and of course the Barbell Club, where we take you from complete beginner to photo shoot ready. If you need any information, just click the link below and book a call in with Sarah and we can get you cracking. So in today's episode, we have our coach, Matty, who coaches from the Durham unit. Um, he's a young lad, 19 year old, and um, he's got a brilliant mindset on him and I'm sort of in awe of how he, especially at this age, is just taking it upon himself to learn, 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 learn. And basically so many life lessons he's learned. Um, and it was a great conversation to have from obviously where there's such a big age gap. I'm double his age. So big age gap of um, where he's at on his journey. And yeah, it's a, it's a good one all the way through. So enjoy it, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, share it with your friends, keep sharing that message, and we'll keep delivering them. Enjoy. Ready? <laughs> right, who is Matty? Um, so obviously, thinking about that question, it is a big one. I could talk about it for ages, <laughs> I've never seen you. Let's dial it down to a yeah, minute. Yeah, just kind of like keep it. A, keep it compact. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm a coach at RT Fitness at Durham in the moment, doing the PM Carnage. So yeah. obviously, if anyone doesn't know what the Carnage is, it is basically a circuit-style cardio-based session. Um, boot camp on yeah, steroids. Yeah, boot camp, people say it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and doing that on the PM. Been helping out with Sunland as well in the mornings. And, and yeah, I'm a coach at, at RT Fitness by night and university student by day. So. I do that during the week, um, and then when the weekend comes, I work at a bar. <laughs> yeah. I work at a bar in Washington. I'm not going to say where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, I work in a bar as well. So yeah, I'm pretty, pretty busy person at the moment. But yeah, that's it. Living the dream. Right. How old are you? I'm 19 years of age. I thought you were 20 as well. You know. No, I'm Fucking 19. hell. Right. And so, what's your fitness background? Fitness background. Yeah. Well, if I'm thinking of fitness background, I'm going to have to talk about football. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, from about six year old, I've played football pretty much all my life up until a few years ago. Um, in terms of football, I played through. Obviously, I'm not going to really talk about when I was younger because everyone plays football when they're younger as a kid, or I most people. It. Did you? <laughs> really? Well, but in my circle, I still played. I was like, but I was like picked last. Yeah, that's but, probably uh, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't like it. I was shit. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. That's, yeah. So obviously, as like a young kid, played football, did the teams and stuff, um, played through Washington, where I was from, and. I was starting to get pretty good. I was pretty good at the, at the game. You know, my mates around in primary school, you know, one of the better players, people giving you like credit for playing yeah, football. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I like this. Because uh -huh. when you're younger and you get a bit of credit for something, you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Kind of bit of psychology there. And um, as I went to secondary school, I made the decision to go to a school where I played football instead of lessons, Since such as art. Yes, yeah, in school, isn't it? <laughs> such as art, uh, bacon, detail. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah. basically, like lessons of the such, like missed them. Did your maths, English, your basics, and played football every day at school. So, um, so, because so, obviously you went, you went to Horton Sports College, uh -huh. yeah, but so that's how it works. Yes, yeah, so, it does it, right? Yeah, so I played football every day. I would get changed in the change room with the lads. There's a group of about eighteen of us at the start, right? All of us aspiring footballers ran by an ex-professional footballer, so we did that. Uh, they, they do similar things in France, like where they did that, and it was like more, it was pretty new in England at the time. Okay. I don't know if there's more now, but 
they did that and yeah, I, I loved it. Really, I, honestly, when I first went in there, I, I absolutely loved my life, like brilliant. Yeah. You, you don't feel better than people in the school because we had a bit of a reputation for thinking that you were better than someone because we're doing football, you're doing baking, mm -hmm. whatever it is, but it's not even what it was. It was more of like a group of lads who you train with every day, you see every day, and you just form this connection like never before. It was just like such this, the mentality in there was great. It really was. And everyone was like, same goal. Particularly early on, it was like professional footballer, everyone on the same wavelength. When you're around that many people who want the same thing, it's like yeah. everyone was developing so much because everyone's like competitive and I'm trying to be better than him, he's trying to be better than me. And it was so good. And early on, like, I probably developed so much in them first few years. And as a result of that, I signed for Newcastle at year eight as a result. Fuck. Right. So I went from playing, I was, I was a good footballer, I played for Gateshead, uh, won the Russell Foster League at the time when I was in year six or whatever. Did, did well there and then took my talents into obviously keep you and just progressed so much linear. Right. There, gaining confidence. I was getting touches on the ball every day. You know, lads who were my age were, weren't getting that. You know, they were doing it after school with their mates. Right, yes, I was yeah, like yeah. really sectioned and it, that's probably why you can get ahead of the game doing that. But obviously we'll talk about maybe the negatives of that. Ahead. Right, but um, yeah, signed for Newcastle, and that's pretty much where I was from age 13, 14 till 16. So right, I did that. Play for Newcastle, did the day release where you miss a day of school, go to Newcastle, play there. And, right, you know, you see people like Peter Beardsley and yeah, 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 yeah. sort of Newcastle. I actually know, I, I don't have a clue about football, but I know him. Yeah, right. like, that's <laughs> the, exactly. So that just shows the kind of level of that, and yeah, uh, completely obsessed is the word I would use right. for my time as a, in that space of fitness. But obviously trying to relate it back to now going into the gym right. uh, away from football is basically as the years went on, suffered with injuries as you do as you grew up in football, starting to then Any kind sport, of sport exactly at, a, at that level. Yeah. So playing every day and then things don't go your way. Yeah. You start to resent it, you're thinking you know, these people are doing better, this, this and this, I can't get a break, whatever it is. And, you know, everyone has and a story. Such, but no, but and with such a, a young mind frame, because your brain yeah. isn't fully developed, so it's 100%. like you're going through a lot of different things mm -hmm. at the time, and it's to have that pressure. It is. In a, in a sense. I think that's a big one. Obviously, I don't really speak about it, but the, the, the amount of pressure on young lads when they're in the academy system is scary. It, it really right. is. And it's, it's more self-induced than anything. So people might say, it could be like parent pressure never was for me. Never right. like my parents were mint with that. Always like did, on my side. And did your parents move to there because of it as well? No. So we moved or, to Houghton. We, we, we already lived there. in Washington, but we moved to Houghton to uh, pursue like the secondary school. But in terms of Newcastle, we used to like. That, that's to what I mean. So your mums have, your mum and dad have actually yeah. moved to there to help with the progression for the yeah. fucking hell, yeah, man. So yeah. So it was a big, big thing, you know. Like oh, of course, because this is what it is. Like it's football, 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 and the amount of pressure you put on yourself, particularly when you're good at the sport. Uh -huh and doing really well and then injuries happen, you come back and you're not quite the same. You're like, what's going on? People are ahead, people have had six months on me when I've been sitting in school doing nothing and these things catch up on you and it doesn't really matter how it happens but this knock of confidence, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. And I think that's kind of to demonstrate what happened to me is this snowball effect of lack of confidence and seeing people who 
I believe were better than his lack of self-belief in the space. It happens so easily when you're younger, because right. you know what it's like. People who are younger are just are chronically unconfident, like just no yeah. self-belief. It's quite rare to see young, younger people who are confident these days. And yeah, I think what happened was, particularly later on in the football days, um, I was in strength and conditioning gyms. Right. Uh, really top level gyms and seeing the guys in there and little improvements and how to do a clean and how to do a front squat. And I was like, yeah, this is great, this. And I, I found myself like, <laughs> I, I, I even in Newcastle, not many people know, to be honest, but I, I actually went behind to the lead S&C guy and I was like, I want to do sessions after, the, after training. Right. And it, it was because I wanted to go in the gym, I wanted to get bigger. I, wanted yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I was already, now looking back at it, I was already kind of in this mindset of wanting to you know, self-improve away from sport. And he said no, because he couldn't get the insurance or something. But, uh, right. Oh, how, how old were you then? Then I was 14 or 15. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I don't know what it was. But, but seeing that strength, that st especially was, how good of a gym it is, you want to be there. Exactly. I remember the first time wa walking in, it was like a kid in a candy store. Like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, my yeah. God, like this movement, obsessing about it, researching about it. And again, that's an, another snowball, but more of like a positive one this time. And, just obsessing about like gym movements, like an RDL, I remember learning that and thinking, Jesus, like, oh, it's amazing. All the little cue points. And yeah. And you fucking good it at sounds it. probably nerdy for people. No, 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 no. But space. you're good at coaching it. I've seen you coach it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, just, but that obsession into the gym, like to kind of relate it back to the original point is football was the main goal. And normally when you think you're going to do something, something else comes up which will then be your life path. So you're doing yeah. something, you're like, oh, I love this. But then you're something that was like just a little bit, because the gym's a little bit of football. It's not like a massive thing. Well, it probably is now, but it's a, it was a little bit of it. And that, I never, never would have thought. any strength and conditioning. Exactly, I never would have thought, like through football, I would have then went into the gym full time. Like that was my yeah. passion. But I remember being in there, I was like, I like the gym more. I, right? I, I preferred, I, I loved it. I loved the S&C side. I, I preferred it over the, the football and it's, it's just how it goes, like, it's simple. And then I made the decision a few years ago to pursue gym and, you know, fitness full-time, so, yeah. And you, in amongst all that, you said, like, for a young person, like, a, like, immature mind type thing, you're fucking 19, you've got one of the maturest heads on you I've ever come across. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm, I'm very much still learning and developing, but I think in terms of, like, Again, going into the side of learning and developing, I'm always trying to do it even through now going to university, like trying to yeah. get that next level of knowledge. That's what I'm seeking now as opposed to, um, you know, being in spaces of sport and like these big things, like wanting to be a famous person, etc. Yeah. It's just now I really want to nail down, focus on myself, focus on my little improvements every day, focus on doing things that are uncomfortable, focus on learning. And that's, I don't know, that's just kind of my, my mentality at the moment. Which is meant because you, I, I know, obviously I know you. So it's like I know that you can see I've got all the fucking time in the world. Yeah. Like you're 19, you've, you've like you don't have to push stuff and all the rest of it. You know, it'll come if you if you do that one percent every single day, say for the next five, ten years. Yeah. When you say hit hit 30, you can fucking do whatever you want. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Definitely. And, That's what I like. Kind of. I don't really know where I adopted the mindset from. It's. It's. It's hard to say, but maybe it's been in them really highly competitive situations and like environments being in Newcastle. Yeah. Like everyone wants your job, everyone wants to take your job, everyone's, everyone wants to take your starting place. 
seeing the mentality of how dedicated and how 1% you need to be, 1% improvements every day, like even something like if someone watches footage, like analysis for a game, they're going to be ahead of someone else because they know, right, I've watched this, look at what this guy does, right, I'm going to do that. So then that translated into fitness of me now watching the best people in the game. That's what I do. I analyse the best people who are in the game and say, right, that little cue point there, I'm going to use that when I'm in the gym next. You know, yeah. like someone like James P.T. Smith, like, yeah. oh, I like that little cue point that he said there. It relates to the everyday person. Or someone else who's more technical, I'd be like, oh, I like that little cue point. I'm going to use that for people who are a bit more advanced in the sessions. Yeah. So that's the kind of... A little bit of a tangent there, but that's the kind no, of no. It, that, I, th I, th I think probably from there, but that, that's the thing. You've 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 had that opportunity, and you've seen. You at the end of the day, I never seen any of that when I was yeah. a kid. I seen not even having a goalpost with two fucking jumpers. Do you know what I mean? That was our footy field. Yeah. And and to what we only ever seen on the telly was on the telly, and that was it. And no strength and conditioning was there. Yeah. And you've went to see all of these things, and you've seen the competitive side at that young age. So. Oh. You've had your eyes opened early on. Yeah, it is, it is a very eye-opening thing. I could talk about like sport and the academy thing for so long because there's yeah. so like, much that people don't see. And I think it's, you know, there's a lot of good things in there. Like, if you're doing really well, it's mint. It, like, it really is, but it's very, very cutthroat. And as a young lad, it's... There's it's, that much it's, money it's there, so, isn't there? It That's is. It's soul-destroying because as a young lad, it's like, you, don't, you, you want to be special. You want to be yeah. the, the one, but... It is, it's, it's brutal because it's like that, it's cutthroat. If you're, not, if you're not pulling your weight, just as like you learn as an adult, you're gone. It's, if you have a job, you're not pulling your weight. It is what it is, you learn it very early on. People at school, you know, they're going out, they're having fun and that, and you're like, I can't just do in the that. Park? Exactly, like, I can't do that yeah, because yeah, yeah. I need to try and make it even though I'm not doing very well at the moment. I still can't do that. So no. it was like this kind of polarizing thing that I think was pulling on us for so long that I think it just made us completely fall out over the game, to be honest. Do you feel as though you missed out on any of that then? Um, I did at the time, not right. now. Not now, because yeah. I look back and I say, if I did that, I wouldn't have the mindset that I have now. Yeah. And I think that's one of my biggest strengths, the, the, the way I view the world. So I, I, I would say at the time, I, I really resented the fact that I couldn't have fun with my mates and stuff. And I, I would go to parties and that, and I wouldn't drink because I just wouldn't. I just. I know, but that like. I didn't drink until I was 18. Did you not, right? And I still don't really do it very much now because yeah. it hadn't been built in my belief system uh -huh. when I was younger because I didn't go out because it's, I, I was just obsessed with football. Yeah, like it yeah. is what it is. Like I just I was completely obsessed, and now I'm obsessed with fitness. So that's yeah. the kind of new obsession that I have. Do you, um, do you like drinking? Um, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because everyone <laughs> on the podcast who comes on, who's a coach, comes on, and all the clients are like, "Oh, they don't get it, man. This and that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing this, I understand why people drink. Like, yeah. I, I completely get it. And you're talking about from our first one, aren't you? From the other yeah, like, yeah. see, like it's in the back of your head now, all the, looking through all the comments. And, yeah. No, but I think me myself, like, I'm, if I'm going to have a drink, I would do it on special occasions. But I understand why people fall into drinking and doing it, and you know, like having a good laugh. But I think. Where the, the, the line with drinking is if you need to rely on it for a good time, that's when you're in trouble. And maybe that's, or relaxing or a stressed out yeah. day. Maybe that's, the kind of, maybe that's a bit controversial to some people because it's yeah. like, oh no, I want to have a good time. That's fair enough. But if you're then relying on that, that I, I just think that's the, the cutoff point of maybe you should consider having a little like detox and try 30 days. If yeah. you, and then, do you know what it is? On them 30 days, you'll find out how addicted you are. It doesn't matter what it is. If you try and stop something for 30 days, and you, you'll, you'll find out sharp how addicted you are. I think that's the kind of rule of thumb.
fucking people on our shred. We try and get them to stop for 12 weeks. I fucking caught one of them the other day. <laughs> have you been tracking your drink? Yes. I mean, no. I'm, yes, I have been. But it fits and it's like, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was having this discussion with a client actually the other day about drinking because... Um, I've seen it. You actually yesterday about the spirits and so. Like, oh yes, if, if yeah, someone's, yeah. If someone's going to go out and have like a pint of Madry these days because obviously I work in a bar now. I know. Like, you work in a bar as well. Yeah, I know yeah. the crack now. Everyone's drinking Madry and stuff, and I think off the top of my head, it's about two eighty calories for right. a Madry. So let's see how. Oh what? Like two hundred a, a Madry. What's a Madry? It's like a Peroni almost. Right. Oh right. Okay. So right. 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 It's, it's the new like kid on the block essentially. It's like, it's right. like Spanish lager, yeah. and that's like. For example, I think it's about 280 calories. So let's say you have three of them, which is a, people will have more. Let's say yeah. you have three of them, <laughs> as, and then let's say you switch that for a gin of some flavor yeah, and yeah, yeah. a tonic, like a diet tonic, diet lemonade, as I say, be, be careful with that one because bars will normally go, oh yeah, it's diet lemonade, but not, no, your bar, not many bars yeah. have. People <laughs> 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 will just be like, put lemonade in. Yeah. Diet Cokes. If you have about five, six, seven, eight of them, the calories wise will work out so much better and you yeah. still get pissed if you really want to. So like oh, that's easy. Exactly, well, easy you can be getting more pissed, yeah. exactly. But I don't know, that's the kind of thing that I would say for drinking, but it's, it's not really built in my mentality. I think it's hard to ask a coach because we're probably in the space because we avoid stuff like that anyway. I didn't. Yeah. I was a right little pisshead. Really? At at, the thing is, at your age, I was. Mm -hmm. I was a right little knobhead. So it's like, as time's gone on, and it's a pro like, I mean, I got fucked up at my wedding. That was the uh, bad time. And then, but since then, I've only ever drunk drink five. That's my five drink rule. Five drink rule, yeah. And that gets me pissed, by the way. Really? Well, it does because like I'm not used to it. Yeah. And it, it gets us pissed, but it doesn't get us to the point where I'm a dick or anything like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I still know Past everything. That five point, you turn to a knob. Is well, it? Yeah, yeah, but but that's the thing, and it's like, and then you get a little bit of beer for you. Yeah. And generally, I'm only ever out with the clients anyway, so it's like I need to just hold it there. But it's like, I see drink so much different nowadays. The thing is, me and you listen to quite a few of the same people, yeah. like in podcasts and all the rest of it. Uh -huh. And a lot of these people are like, you say, take 30 days, take 12 weeks. Yeah. And I think it, it's becoming more fashionable not to drink. Yeah. I see the shift. You, I do, I do, do see the it, shift, yeah. I think people, we see this some, probably is a lot of the same thing. So it's like, we probably see that shift. One thing I don't like is like, I've had a hundred days sober, this, this, this. It's like, all right, we get it. Yeah. But then they never see- It's that see balance, it. isn't it? It's yeah. Like, I think it's that's a... so key, particularly in people who are like lifestyle type clients. Like if you're trying to like, I don't know, compete in bodybuilding or something then, or do you know what I mean? Like if you're not a lifestyle person and you, you work a job and you go to the gym and that's why you're doing it, you're an yeah. everyday person. Drinking will be something that you can still do. Like it's not something that you need you to can. cut out and say, yeah. oh, "I'm year sober." If you want to do that, mint. Like yeah. it'll help loads. But it's again lifestyle. Like you need to have balance because if you do thirty days of like going hard as you can at work, like no social media, like going hard. You do that for like ninety <laughs> days, you'll burn out. Like yeah. you need to do it in little like mini segments and like have maybe one thing, like even like a dinner every month or something, like with with your mates or like have a big dinner with them and that's your big relax like one day yeah. a month instead of saying even like a big piss up I'm and stop that, and drinking exactly like just when, it, when they're always doing every, every year every, yeah once every three months or something and instead of saying I'm not doing it all year because you'd be more inclined to like see that date and be like yeah I'm going to keep going and keep going and then you hit the date and then you reset and then you're fresh again that's the kind of way I would 
structure it as opposed to going ham two years sober this and that. Unless you've got like some sort of addiction really bad, then probably is better to Hi. The drink, yeah. It, 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 it's one of them, we could debate about it all fucking yeah. in it, but like, I mean, I still enjoy a drink, Yeah. but I don't, I've, I've come to the point where I don't want it. I don't want the hangover. Yeah. And do you know what it is? That probably comes into the next bit. Fucking morning routine, to be fair. Because, morning routine, yeah. Because I think the thing is with the drink for me as well, it's like, even a Saturday and a Sunday and stuff like that, I want to feel great waking up. I mm. still wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah. I still do two hours worth of work each of those mornings before yeah. everybody else gets up. And I want to feel good about that because that's the thing I love. Yeah. And if, I, if I'm hungover, then my morning routine's there. What's your morning routine like? Morning routine. <laughs> so, um, morning routine. Oh, currently, guys. currently, Cur yeah, routine. yeah. So let's say um, like it's a normal day where I don't have to like obviously do the AM like right. uh, yeah. slot. So let's say I'm waking up at around half six, seven. Like it's right. not something ridiculous unless I'm obviously. Is it alarm or? Slot. Yeah, alarm. I, I don't do the natural light. I wouldn't wake up. Like I just I wouldn't. I know someone, um, one of my mates at uni. He wakes up to natural light. He has his curtains open or his skylight or something. He wakes up in natural light. Or has he got one of them Lumia? Wait, what? Maybe he does. I'm like not sure. Maybe, he might do, actually. Right. I think he just wakes up in natural light, though. Um, okay. It's like to... That's like nine o'clock these days. <laughs> exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's to get your circadian rhythm going. It's mm -hmm. like... Um, we can kind of talk about that more later, if you want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, so earlier wake up, if possible. I'm then looking to probably just go straight in the shower. Um... From there, I'm then going to jump into the ice bath right. for a couple of minutes. Obviously, the ice bath is coming on Saturday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's when I can kind of... So it's not part of the routine yeah, yet. Not, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's my plan. I, I think <laughs> going in the shower before, it makes sense. But the shower will probably be cold as well, which is just like a bit of cold shower, probably ending with the so cold shower. So you're currently shower. having a cold shower now on a morning? Yeah, so oh, yeah, that's, right, that's okay. what I'm doing. I end with the cold shower. So oh, instead God. of going in and like... Being like that, I, I normally do about lukewarm temperature. Right. I start like to wash my hair and uh -huh. stuff, do all that, and then I end with cold shower for about thirty seconds to a minute. It's it's nothing like. Can crazy. you hold it that long? Yeah, I don't mind it as much now. Right. I've done it for ages now. It's just habit. Like, it's I just that breath in it, like at the start. Of, <gasps> that's what. Yeah, it is. I think that's what the ice bath's going to be as well. To be honest, but, fucking uh, that, that's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so from the ice bath, there's there's, a, there's two ways of doing it from the ice bath. Um, so there's one way of doing it is just towel drying yourself. And then another way of doing it is to, instead of towel drying yourself, it, apparently it's better to do burpees after the ice bath. <laughs> do burpees after no, the ice okay. bath to keep warm yourself up and get yourself going. Apparently it's something to do with growth hormone. Right, okay. Increase, but I don't know if I'm going to be doing that, to be honest. Right. I'll probably be running in the house with my towel. But uh, <laughs> after that, I like to kind of do some sort of gratitude whether it's journaling, writing it down, or even right. just in my head, just like saying, look, I'm like kind of grateful for my current situation, why I can walk, I don't right. have like terminal cancer or anything of the sort, like my yeah. family's in good health, etc. I try and do that pretty much every day if I can. Obviously, it's not gonna be every day if I'm in a rush or whatever, but I try and have some sort of gratitude. Um, I then kind of reflect on like the day straight away, I'm gonna try and journal, just see what's going on, yeah. what, what's ahead of the day writing down maybe something that I thought of when I was in the ice bath or in the shower, when I'm kind of like <laughs> meditating in the shower or in the ice bath. I don't think there's going to be much thoughts in the ice bath. Maybe not. <laughs> Just like, when I'm getting my breath, I'm not like on any, on any social media or anything. Maybe right. there's something came, because I feel like the, the thoughts, like these random thoughts come to your head and ideas uh -huh. when you're like meditating. Right. And like, that's when it comes to your head, like when you're not trying to think about it. So right. that's 
I'll write down anything that's getting my head since I slept. Um, I'll have my shake that I've been having right. at the moment, or maybe I take it. So I'll probably just make the shake ready for us to go, get all my stuff sorted. And yeah, that's me. Nice and simple. Three hours later. Three hours later. <laughs> no, it actually goes down to about 45 minutes, to be honest. If I'm right. like really nailed on, I'm yeah. just going to let me close up the day before like a school kid. And then, yeah, so. We did that. I messaged you, didn't I? Uh, the fucking the morning starts the night before. Yeah. that's And it's so, it's so key. Like, it, it really is. Like, all the prep for the, the day before starts that night before, yeah. whether you're getting up early or even if... Like you're gonna get up a bit later, it, and you need to like be really nailed on with the routine. It it is. It's the night. The night before is just the, probably more important than the, the morning, isn't it? Like it, you, on, with, with days like I had I had my bags packed. Knew I was doing this. Had my bags packed this morning. Had my clothes out ready, and it was like, and obviously went to bed nine. Like yeah. I know you went to bed earlier, did you? Yeah, I've uh, been like, going to bed half eight at the moment. Yeah, I've tried to anyway. But, but that that's the thing. But it's like nine. I mean, generally it's like quarter past, half past sometimes. But where I'm getting up a little bit early to travel here. Yeah. Uh, same mine's like nine bang on upstairs done because then that's nine till five to five yeah and then up and out so yeah five yeah. to five i hate do you know that is i hate putting the alarm on be, before five when it says 4 55 <laughs> yeah. it's like an airport run yeah, it's like it oh is, man it's awful it's but uh I, I do like the early mornings in a sense because it's just no one's awake it's yes so yeah it's silence so so like peaceful isn't it and i think a big one that people might do that I wouldn't recommend is going on social media straight away when you wake right. up. Like it's you're gonna fry your brain. Right. You. you I, I, Depending on who you follow on that though. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'm coming from like a young perspective, but right. I feel like particularly with young people, we're on social media looking at people who are better than us. Yeah. And there's always going to be someone out there who is better than you. That's fair enough. That's part of life. But if you're then going on and you're looking at 10 people who have six-pack abs, probably on gear, claim natural, yeah. and you're looking at that as soon as you wake up, you're not going to do anything that day as well as you would have. You're not going to feel right. as good about yourself as the day. I think that's something that people might have to even try themselves. When I don't go on social media until later on in the day, uh -huh. I feel better. Like, and any time I go on social media, sometimes, honestly, I just feel worse. And it's not because I'm trying to compare myself. It's just your brain. It's like seeing someone who's better than you, and you're like, shit. Like, Shit, like it's just, These people though, are you not following them directly then? Yeah, so but right. with Instagram now is so what it used to be is you follow who you follow on Instagram, yeah, and then it ends. Uh-huh. You can't scroll anymore. Now, once you hit your following, it'll go on to recommended. Yes, so yeah. So loads yeah. of different videos you can see absolutely anyone. Yeah. So that's normally when it comes in of these like right. absolute freaks of nature and you're looking at it and you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And I know how it works, so I'm not as badly faced by it, but I know loads of people who wake up and they're like that straight away or on TikTok these days, and it's like uh -huh. frying your brain, frying your attention span. So then you try and try and journal after going on TikTok for half an hour. It won't happen. No. You'll be like, nah, I can't be asked. Try and read after doing that. Like it fries your brain. And obviously, we know that it's to do with like dopamine and how you're spiking it and yeah. spiking your dopamine. But even just like a bro sciencey way, like if you're doing this. And then you're going to try and do something that's a bit more boring. It'll seem more boring than it would have been. So that's why that's kind of the biggest, <laughs> biggest one with the morning. Like, try and avoid it. People, some people are, like, so against that. And they're like, nah, like, go on it. I, I like to get my business done early, get my stories yeah. on and stuff. That's fair enough. Me, uh -huh. personally, every time I go on social media in the morning, I feel worse. That's just me. So. All right. No, it, 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 it's a good... See, it's, a, it's like a good point of view. For me, 
this is the, this is the thing. So our like our, our journal, but mine's 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 not feelings or anything. Mine's like literally fucking goal, goal, yeah, goal, right. goal, goal, and I repeat the same thing. Basically, I've got this diary of exactly the same thing wrote every single day. Some like obviously some, like when you're doing yeah, that. some 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 sort of changes in that. But straight from there, I do open my phone. Yeah. But this is the thing. I've got coaches who might not be in. Yeah, you got businesses. <laughs> and it's like I look in like just in case anybody's wrote in the groups or anything like that. But I'm quite out. Yeah. It's like literally bum bum bum. Right, I'm out. Right, computer on. Let's mm. fucking go. So it's not like you're sitting there going right. What's on social no, media? No, like not at all. Bam bam bam. Yeah, that, but, that's fair enough. I think that's. But it took time. Yeah. But it, you you'll get these temptations if oh, even you if do? you go on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like a I think. It's like a roulette, like in a casino. Like every time you have a notification, that's exactly it's how like, the fair bam, done it. Bam, 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 and it's look at Instagram. It's like notifications are red in the corner. It's like boom, boom, boom. Your brain's seeing all these things. It's like what's going on? And then yeah. you try and read a book with pages on a on a piece of paper, and you're like, yeah. Your brain's like, I don't want to do this. I want to watch. I, I want to see, the, see the colours. But <laughs> yeah. exactly. But like, and I think it's not necessarily a bad thing if you're not trying to get like reading in or whatever you're doing in the morning or trying to like write stuff down, but. I just feel like you're probably more effective if you're going to do it that way. And yeah. that's what I like to think. I like to make myself more effective in any way that I can. But um, yeah, it, it is a funny one, social media, <laughs> isn't it? It's, 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 it's fucking mad. It's mad to hear it from, from someone of your age who's. Because yeah. who, most people out there, their lives are that. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. And when you said about the air roulette wheel, it's actually, do you know the refresh button? Mm -hmm. That's where the refresh, know how it's like ping up. And it goes like spin. Because that is, um, that's from a rule. Like, um, do you know the ching? Yeah. One of them, yeah. I, th I think I remember someone saying like for Instagram, your Facebook success. Like a like, bandit, that's the, what it's yeah, like. Yeah, they actually have like people who are hired to make you stay on the app longer. So yep, they that's are what it is, yeah. in that role of making sure younger people or just people in general but particularly younger people because they're more impressionable and they can like try and get them in longer term but to stay on the app for longer because they can advertise more make more money so their margins go up so they're going to think make everything as addictive as possible that's why they probably do the roulette thing that's yeah. probably why the notifications are in red that's, that's why probably why tiktok the, works exactly because it's your attention span like i think if you go on tiktok now like Obviously, each video is around 10 seconds or something. Yeah. yeah, you can do your longer videos, but in general, it's like, it's in your face. It's like, if you're a young lad cut, as well. It used to be cut at 15 seconds, I'm sure. I think Somewhere, that's what, it's, yeah, you can it was. do it like 10 minutes now, I think. But yeah. like, even as like a young lad now, like you go on, you see like someone who's like a man who's bigger than you. You then yeah. see a lass who's shaking her fucking arse on TikTok and you're yeah. like, fuck's it, I don't want to look at that. And then yeah. there's another one and you're like, fuck's it. It's like frying your brain. And then you try and go in the real world and it's just not the same. Uh -huh. I think it's, yeah, I think the people who are trained to get people on these apps are doing well. And oh yeah, of course they are. Really well, they're what, doing the job well, yeah. That's probably why people are so addicted to it because, yeah. again, there's people there who are, they're, they're an expert in the field of getting people addicted and staying on because margins will go up. So I don't know, it's, it's hard. I think the best way to do it is to avoid it for a little bit, go on yeah. later on. That's, that'll be my advice, go on maybe after work, maybe at lunch, during work, whatever it is, or I would try and avoid it in the morning unless you need it for text, phone calls, but then that could be a cope. Like some, time some, You could put time a time limit, limit on, yeah. but I've tried that with TikTok before, putting like a 10 minute timer on, you're like, ah, two minutes. Oh, because then it comes up the notification, do you yeah, want any more like, time, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I'll just finish this video and then it's like, bam, bam, bam. So I don't know, but then I think if people say, oh, I need to go on my phone in the morning, 
it's generally going to be a cope, like, unless yeah. you have a business to run. Yeah. People will probably be like, no, I need to do, man, because of this and this. And then you really, like, get down to the point and you're like, you don't really know, do you? No. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just nitpicking. I, I know I do fall into it sometimes. It is still, like, because I'll be picking my phone up that much to check business. Mm -hmm. And then I look and it's like, for fuck's sake, I'm not even looking at anything yeah. here. It's scary when you look at, like, your pickups and stuff, isn't it? Like, in I haven't looked at them in a while. I always get my notification, I think, Sunday or Monday of how much my screen time is up and down. Yeah. And, and what I hate about it is, though, because where I say I am uploading reels or I am uploading this, it's like, and I, I'll leave me photos open on the side where I've got my laptop when I'm just check, double checking things. Yeah. And then my screen time's going up, but it's like, I know but this was work. <laughs> yeah, but, this is work, please. But it's not, I, screen time like, up. don't yeah, go it up. Because I, I do try and keep it down. Like, on a Saturday, we'll try and keep it away, um, keep them away when we've got the kids and that. Yeah. Like, do you know, more human connection. Literally. Yeah, just more like, human uh, connection, because, like, Jake's obviously 13, and it's like, oh, but I. doing this, like, the, the kids now, though, like, the phrase is iPad kid. Like, you see kids now who have just got iPad on the face like that. And I think... Restaurants. People are going to see the negatives of that. And I think it's, it's happening now because people are becoming less social. They can't communicate. Yeah. Younger generations now are struggling to communicate. More awkward people because they don't have to be. They're here. They're texting. Yeah. And I might fall into that sometimes, but it's... I think it's probably my age bracket where... There's a lot of that in my age, but like 13 year olds now, yeah, that's scary. Like, it is in 10 years' time, well, we don't know where it's going to go with the workforce, that's... though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it is though, like, how are they going to be able to communicate properly? Maybe, I don't know. It's but then, but then it's the, the thing is, those people aren't going to be able to communicate properly, so what those people are going to be put into is the, the mind-numbing jobs, oh, yeah. what is just Push the repeat, bit, thing, bit, yeah. like at the end of the day, I used to work in a factory, yeah on one station all day, do, 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 next, do, 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 next. And the thing is, we still need every, the thing is, the societies, we still need all Absolutely. of these, do you know what I mean? But then these people, maybe who have got a little bit more sense and understand the algorithms and all the rest of it, and like, all yeah. oh, right, this is, this is, this is, this. They are gonna succeed in so other maybe, things. Yeah. So there's more kind of, there's more time now, like if you do the right things, to become a success? Is that what you kind of say? It, it's, it, I, th I think whichever way the world works, we still, like the, the, those where you said that it's going to be our workforce in X amount of years. Yeah. They are, but then we're going to have maybe it's just the normal jobs. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say normal. Know. Do, do you, know what, yeah, normal what, what, you know what I mean? Um, what's that fact? I've said it before. In 10 years time, 40% of the jobs aren't even going to be invented yet. Yeah. I, so is it something like that? Yeah, or so 20% maybe, or something? I see what you mean. Crazy? So maybe like the, we'll go with the new times. It's, it's not really to do with communication anymore. But I don't know. I feel like it's such like, it doesn't really matter what you do. If you're a good communicator, you can get out of situations. Yes. Like it's yeah. just, I don't know. It's just, you, you can work through life better. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you go into the shops or like you do something. Like if, if I do something wrong. don't need to go to the shops. <laughs> That's true as well, yeah. Or maybe like when you're at your door getting your shopping in, yeah. I suppose. But even like Dayton's probably the worst. Dayton, yeah, I suppose. That's so you're going to see like a generation of particularly men because I feel uh, like men's probably the worst for this, right? Are just like have no partners, like they're just you know what I mean, maybe virgins for longer. Maybe the right, think, I, I don't quote us on it, but I think the statistics might be going up in right. terms of like increasing number of virgins who are men because. There is that lack of communication. There is that people now see social media, like the lasses won't want people who are just normal now. Like they see social media, see all these lads who are 
in absolute great shape, etc. They'll, they'll want them because yeah. they see them all the time. So it's, do you know what I mean? So that's a, that's another even tangent on that. So or they've got access to porn younger. Yeah, I think porn's like that could be like a three-hour podcast in itself. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's absolutely, it's 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 been normalised and it's just complete. It's the devil. Like it, it actually is. I couldn't. Well, because it's so accessible. It the, is. The, it's, right. It's frying your brain. Like yeah. What you you're watching two people have sex. Yeah. And you and masturbating not, over not, it. Not not properly. And you wish it, you it, like. It's let's say you're the man. The let's say you're the man. It's like these 4K angles and stuff and that. And let's say you're yeah. the bloke watching it. You're looking at a man have sex with a girl you want to have sex with. Yeah. That's cuckoldry. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, yeah. I just think with that one, like, just cut it out. Like, it's just right. It's just absolute. It's a load of shit. Like, I, yeah. It just is, mate. Like, get in the real world. Why you? It just it gets you down this path of like addiction. Like you can see it. Like anything that you're gonna do, because people will be like, oh, I'll do it whatever once a day or once a week or whatever. You won't. You'll do it multiple times. You'll make it worse. You'll go down a path and. It's just, there's no value in it. I don't know, I just... It's, it's something that not many people talk about. People, no. It's one of them things that probably people do and people don't talk about, but it has... I think it's come more out there. Like, I've, I've, heard, of, I've heard of it on podcasts a lot more yeah, these days. Yeah, I think it's like the no-fap movement. You know what that is? Like, where people don't right. fap. So, like, fap as in masturbate. So, like, right, people, okay. So, a no-fap movement is re refraining from masturbating because people like to do with increases in testosterone and stuff, but right. it's to be honest, more so it's so that you don't suffer from like ED and like what's ED? Erectile dysfunction. So like right, if okay. you're seeing these 4K angles and stuff like that and all the time and doing yeah. it a few times a day and then you go with a real person who's normal, because you're normal most likely, you, it won't be good enough. Your brain will be like, I don't want this. Yeah. So you won't because standard sex to porn is completely exactly, different. Exactly. Like it's <laughs> real life so so different. So that's my kind of perspective on that without getting too vulgar because I think yeah. that's probably why people avoid it. But uh, I would just say straight away, like, don't do it. Think, uh, like, uh, the thing is, I, I think on that because of how accessible it is, I think I heard something before where, uh, say, young, young men, um, say 14 to 16, they're watching all this porn, and then when they are trying to get into a relationship, they're simulating what they've seen in the porn. Yeah. And these young lasses who, like, Maybe he's losing the virginity too, and they and the lads think they've got to be this certain so way it sets a standard as well. of like a porn star. Yeah, I understand. Do you know what I mean? So it sets like that the kind fucking the, the jackhammering away, yeah. give, oh, matter noises, and it's like probably these girls like what the fuck because yeah. the percentage of girls to boys who watch porn is astronomical. Yeah, that's a well, thing. Well, you'd be surprised. Well, no, well, yes and no. I, I, I don't know actually. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't say, but. From what I know and from the people I know, it's it's a lot more men watch porn, yeah. and it's, if they're watching because it is it's instant. Yeah, like you could get on phone, boom, 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 yeah. anything you wanted to watch ever. Do any, you know what I mean? Any, any bird, like it could be a supermodel, like you could be looking yeah. at. Yeah, and... any genre as well. Fucking freaky as fuck shit. Yep, and. And I think that that is messing with some of the minds. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've, I've heard it. I forget. It was some podcast where some lad got arrested for it. Really? Yeah, because like she was like he thought he had to be away. Right. And he was only like 16, losing virginity to his girlfriend who was a virginity, but yeah. all he ever watched was porn. It does. It sets, of that, it. it sets that false ideal, but like I think it's like 
the way I view it, because you can view it from that way and say like it sets really bad standards and like it it's changes like the way young lads think. But the way I kind of see it is just like from a neurochemistry kind of standpoint of it spikes your dopamine. Yeah. When your dopamine goes up, it'll go below baseline, so it means you'll feel worse. You'll then, because if you do it, you'll want to do it again because your dopamine's below baseline. Because anytime, even if you work out, like you'll want to do it again because you're below baseline. So you want to like get that dopamine kick one way or another, whether it's chocolates or you can get it through porn, you can get it through working out. You can get dopamine loads of ways. Yeah. You'll then do, probably do it again. It'll go higher, but then your baseline will be even lower. So then basically what it does is, to put it simply, is it makes you feel worse because your dopamine is that motivating like drive. That's what it, it makes humans like have anything about them. Yeah. And you're going to be below baseline and you're going to feel worse for about two days. So that's what it does. It actually makes you feel worse if, and then if you're chasing that dopamine, so. It's like watching a half hour TikTok in it. It is. <laughs> dopamine is coming from TikTok as well. And obviously we're talking about ice baths and stuff. Like yeah. the reason that I do ice bathing, like the reason that I've decided that I want to do it is I watch um, Andrew Huberman, the podcast. Yeah. And um, he talks about the ice bath. So it'll spike your dopamine and it, it'll, spike your neuroepinephrine, which is basically adrenaline. <laughs> so right. it spikes your adrenaline, it spikes your dopamine. But then usually when your dopamine spikes, it'll go below baseline. I'm gonna lose a lot of viewers here. No. <laughs> no, 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 it'll no. go below baseline, but basically with the ice bath, it goes up and then it stays. Right. And then it goes a little bit lower and then it doesn't go, low, go below baseline. So right. that happens for about three hours. So basically you have a big increase in dopamine that doesn't go below baseline. So you get the benefits of feeling good without it going below. Yeah. every time you feel good, it, you, that's why pe humans are like that, they go up and down, because they don't mean it'll go to the baseline again. So the reason that I'm doing it is so you have more drive and so you feel better, because your dopamine's gonna be higher. Yeah. So that's the reason I'm doing it. There's so many more benefits, but that's the main one that I was like, yeah, that's why I wanna do it. That's the main reason. The thing is, there's so many techniques. And, and, and the thing is, right, like morning routine, night routine, whatever, you're always striving to feel better? Yeah, 100%. And how, how like, like, it's such a fucking good thing. Like, yeah. do, do you know what I mean? It, it's mad, like, because obviously we're in the health and fitness space, so we're like training, right? This is going to be, a, it's, this is a good thing. Yeah. Like, it's going to make you feel better and all the rest of it. And you're just taking all those little bits to the next level, 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 level. Have you got a good bed as well? Yeah, bed's brilliant. Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because that's one of, like, one of the things what we'll say to some people as well, like, invest in a decent bed, yeah. invest in a decent mattress, you spend a third of your life there. Yeah. So it's like all these little things just to feel good and it's like, why not? Yeah, I think touching on like the feel good because something that's like when in your brain there when right. you say feel good, like generally, as a rule of thumb, like things that feel good in the moment are generally not good long term. Right, okay. So we can again relate that back to like the no fat movement. Yeah. If you're gonna refrain from that and you've done it all your life, it's not gonna feel good. It's gonna be shit, you're gonna want to do it. Yeah. If working out, for most people, doesn't feel good. Like they don't want to do it, but longer term, the benefits. They always feel good afterward, though. Exactly. So you will feel good afterwards. Yeah. But when you're doing these activities, when you when I read a book, I generally don't want to do it. But like the longer right. term increase in knowledge in the space that I want to be increased in, or do you know what I mean? Like all these little things. So like generally instant gratification, uh -huh. whether it's scrolling TikTok, oh that feels good in the moment. Yeah, it's yeah, generally yeah. not good long term because you've wasted two hours of your life that you could have been doing something else. So when I think of like self-improvement as a space is generally instant gratification is not going to be good. Things that make you uncomfortable, ice bath, that, I don't want to do it. It makes me feel, it makes me feel uncomfortable. But the reason Just thinking I'm, about it. The reason, exactly, the reason I'm doing it is because as a rule of thumb that I have in my mind is things that don't feel good in the moment, 
have benefits longer term. That's, that's like eating kind of healthy. Exactly. Doesn't feel good in the moment when you're out bland with your as fuck. When you eat when you're eating chicken and rice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, longer term, so I think that's a good rule of thumb. I don't yeah. know if you agree with that, but like no, it, it, it's a good point that's, actually. It's a good one. It it is. Um, I had loads of little things in my head when you were saying it because like I was thinking of little things. What is an instant thing, and then but yeah, but the healthy eating is like fucking no one no one wants to eat the same food all the time. Yeah. I mean, Luke, yes, but he's a different species. But, like, the, the flavour's the rest of it, but it's like, but the long term from that is feeling, like, say, I know it's a, a vanity thing, yeah. but if you're walking down the beach, your abs and all the rest of it, you feel great. You've put that work in, knowing you've put that six months of whatever into it, do you know it what is, I mean? It's so true, though, like, but it's anything that probably hurts in the moment or that isn't good. Even like working a job for five years yeah. and knowing that you're going to get a promotion that's going to make you really good money. Like them five years will be shit. Like you're going to have to work your bollocks off. You're going to have to get up early. You're going to yeah. have to do this and this. But, but the long-term benefits of that, there's loads of ways that I can kind of like try and relate it to someone because I'm trying to think of people who would watch it. Like, Well, see, I can relate that straight back to you where you're saying you want to do all your study and all, and all the rest of this. You're in no rush, yeah? And like basically, if I said to you now, you've just got to keep doing what you're doing now, but in 10 years time, you're going to be earning over a million a year. Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah. Well, exactly. It is, it's like sacrificing it's, money now. Instead of say 50 grand a year, mm-hmm. but you, in that time, you're going to earn a million a year. Yeah, that's what it's exactly I, I like it is. Because yeah. there's, there's some lads my age now who are in like full-time employment and stuff, earning that wage, like they are an adult now, they're earning good money. Yeah. And now I made the decision, I was like, I don't care about money. Like, yeah. I care about improving. I, I don't care if I hit even every month. Right. And like, I was saying this to my barber actually the other month. Like, if I hit even every month, that's fine because my big focus for like right now is I just want to get better every day. I want to learn. And I know that if I keep doing this, keep putting the work in, keep improving my knowledge, keep improving everything else, keep really putting things into action, that in five, 10 years' time, it'll pay dividends because I haven't settled for like that job. Yeah. Like most people do. And I, People's oh, no, situations I keep are different. Your hours. But <laughs> 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 but no, it's right. It's yeah. right. And but you're always honest with us. Uh-huh. That's the thing. So Pe- people's situations are different. So like, if they they might have to get that job because they have to pay bills. Yeah. But like, I'm in the situation now where I'm saying, right, yeah, I can't buy that new pair of trainers right now. Yeah. But I'm I know that if I really put the work in, I really like grind my ass off at the moment. Then the longer term benefits, relating back to that point yeah. of like what feels. Good now, it would feel good now if I was earning loads of money. Uh-huh. Like I could if I went to a factory now, I could earn good money, but I'm kind of. You could set yourself up and get 10 PTs a week, but then that's 10 hours taken exactly. away from. So that's the kind of mindset that, do you see that? That's yeah, the yeah, kind yeah. of mindset that I'm going at the moment. Maybe it'll change in a year's time, but just a complete obsession about like self improvement, and that's the, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Meant. Right. You like podcasts and books. Give us your top three podcasts and your top three books. Oh, wow. <laughs> you didn't say that one coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a few different ones because in terms of books, like you name all the good ones. So, well, we, we, Let's say the three what you fail Because when, when you were talking about before, I remember now, it, where it's, it's hard at the time reading. Yeah. It takes I, you 10 yeah. hours to read one book just to get one nugget out of it. Mm-hmm. A good, I don't know. But I'm, what you most takeaways from a book. Right. Like, because some of them really impact, like um, Atomic Habits was a massive one for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I have, I mean, I've read it four times now. Yeah. Like I, I do a yearly review on it, mm-hmm. but go for it. Yeah. I'll, massive I'll do, impact. 
So in terms of books, I think how to influence people has to be it right. Has to okay. Be in there. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. The second one I'm going to say is David Goggins' "Can't Hurt Me" book. The first one. The first one. Yeah. Brilliant. I, th I just, it's it's a great book. And the third one, it's a bit of a different one. It's called "Outwitting the Devil." Right. So it's a it's based about this guy speaking to a devil. Okay. Like it's obviously it's fictional and stuff, but yeah, it's based around. Like that kind of self improvement. I don't want to spoil it, but it's like self improvement and like. You're right. It's basically how to apply yourself, etc. And it's it's good. It's a good one. In terms of I'm podcasts, okay. I'll right. give it a read. I've got yeah, it in the house. Yeah. I'll give it a um, podcasts. Um, Andrew Huberman with Jocko Willock. Right. It's about three hours long. I can't remember the name of it. Um, well, no podcasts in general, so like the shows in general. All right, so okay, not specifically. Right. Because who <laughs> fucking hell you yeah. listen to loads yeah. of them? Well, the two I would do, like specifically though, is Huberman. I would definitely watch that one because it's great for accountability and taking right. a step back. I, I think you should watch that one as well. It's okay. yeah, like for leadership and stuff like that. Jocko right. Willick's okay. for that. Uh, second one for Huberman would be the Dopamine podcast. It just tells right. you what Dopamine is, how it works what the cold exposure is all about. He'll be able to tell you better than me. Like, I'm only a first year in uni, yeah. I'm no MD. Um, <laughs> so, Joe Rogan's a good one. Like, just, I think for, he's got loads of info style people on, and then he's got loads of, like, comedians going on. Yeah, so, I think I. Joe Rogan's really good. Chris Williamson. Right. I don't know if you watch Chris no. Williamson. He's had Jocko Willock on, David Goggins. They're, they're, I'd say they're my top three that I go to. Right. Men. the Barbell podcast. <laughs> yes, get in. <laughs> Fucking that should have been top, shouldn't it? <laughs> Right, then last one then, bud. So what advice would you give to someone wanting to live a leaner, healthier lifestyle? A leaner, healthier lifestyle. Um, keep it simple. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd, you can go simple or yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. Get your steps in, eat from the eat well plate, hit your calories. If you want to maintain, hit your calories. If you don't know what that is, you can type in is it T-D-E-E? -E? Yeah. Type that in the Google or get a yeah. coach. Coach is probably the best bet yeah. if you really were serious about it. But get your steps in. Eat clean in terms of eat well plate. Just Google it. What's the eat well plate? Um, and yeah, just keep it simple. Go to the gym two times a week, three times a week. How, around your schedule, whatever you can do. And don't overcomplicate it. If you do too much at once, you won't do it like anything. So just keep it basic until three years down the line, then you can start adding these little complicated things in about yeah. dopamine and ice baths and stuff, but like, just keep it basic. Like, that's, I don't know, I suppose that's my piece of advice. That's it. Perfect. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> well done.